We are Michael Vesey in London, England. And Jason Miles in Seattle, Washington. More importantly, you are the owner of a thriving online business and you want to become the best e-commerce leader you can be. We're here to get you there. For show notes with links and resources mentioned today and for other GC resources like downloads, just visit our blog, theecommerceleader.com. Welcome back to the e-commerce leader. And uh, today, Jason, Miles and myself will be discussing Jason's, uh, really, it's mostly Jason's experience with ClickFunnels. So last time we talked about sometimes when you might not want to use ClickFunnels because wonderful tool as it is, it might not be right for the situation. But assuming you've listened to that, and if you haven't, I'd suggest you do. Today, we're going to focus a little bit more on on some successes that Jason and, and uh, his business partner in the coaching business, Kyle, have had. Indeed, some of the recommendations he has from the sort of top level of how to use ClickFunnels and set yourself up for success. So I think a really fun one, a bit different from my usual conversations, and I hope you enjoyed today's show. We, we kind of started with the caution and now we're getting people <laughs> excited. So I, I guess we kind of did it the wrong way around, didn't we? But yeah, we, we showed you the motorbike now and, you, and you're going to forget about the, the yeah. you know, the, the riding training. Why it's useful. Mm-hmm. But more again, I sort of started with the more nerdy direct uh, sort of evaluation of numbers question, but more broadly, what would say you say you've learned from running so far too? And I guess uh, by the end of this year, three large uh, scale click funnel uh, mm-hmm. campaigns. Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great question. So for, for Kyle and I specific use, and, you know, we've done these two events so far this year, we've really learned a ton about, you know, uh, ClickFunnels, what you might call done right or done well in our view. And, and so, so I think we've, we've learned a ton. I will say in our case, what we've realized is that it's a good tool for campaigning at the top of the funnel, I guess you could say. So if you think of your customer base as a, a funnel where you've got people at the top of that funnel who don't even know about you, who you want to put something in front of, and the question is, what are you going to put in front of them to get on their radar, to have them know you and ideally like you and then trust you is uh, what, what are you going to do there for those people? And again, this is information marketing specific, really, in our use case. But campaign work works really well in that regard. And so that's how we've been using it as top of funnel strategies. And so, you know, we're... we're um, excited to do that. It's working and we'll continue to do that. Our goal was to do four top of funnel campaigns this year. We've done two. They've worked. We're about to do our third on September 6th. It's in support of, you know, Danny Stock's new book, second edition of his book. And and we'll, we'll do a fourth one in the in Q4. Cool. Now you've written in in the outline that we always put together for the the podcast. Can you give me some behind the scenes details and numbers? Feels like a rude question, but I'm always curious. So if you're willing to share, I'd love to know a little bit about yeah. you know how the numbers actually stuck up in real life. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, happy to do it. So yeah, open book on this stuff. So we we've done you know just on the front end offer work right at $100,000 in sales. That came from two events. The first one was probably, if I just do just general split of the basic info, was probably $30,000 event. The second event was like a $70,000 event. So I feel like we're getting better at it. The first event was a, a virtual summit for $17 and you got the book, a physical copy of my book. And then the second event was a 30 day challenge, which was just digitally delivered information. Pros and cons of each of those. The physical book was a nightmare. (laughs) 
got to, to mail out. We've just decided to, uh, in our little business, we won't be doing physical books <laughs> through ClickFunnels because honestly, I literally still, this is horrible to say, but literally have still a stack of books that were returned to us from the U.S. Postal Service that were not deliverable, but we mailed them all at expense, our expense. And so a physical book was kind of the cornerstone of the first um, first campaign we did. And then the, and then the, the, the second campaign that we did was 30-day uh, challenge. And the challenge model, if you're not tapped into what that is and how it works, that can be a really powerful model doing online challenges. Many, many people are doing them. Pedro Adeo's a great guy. He's sort of the pioneer and expert in challenges now. And I was, I've been at his events and been on, I've taught, actually taught, or did a, a special teaching in his event a couple of years or in his group a couple of years ago. But anyway, so the second one was a challenge and we did it as a 30 day challenge. And the summation, summary of that one was it worked a lot better than our first way, but 30 days is just really long, but financially it worked better and systems wise, it worked better. And so we, we hope our third whack at it here in September will be wiser and better and, you know, we'll, we'll get better at, at doing it. So hopefully that's a little bit of uh, behind the scenes insight. There are a lot of nuances there. We could talk about how we've used affiliates or how we've used other parts of the, you know, the system, but. Yeah, I, I'd certainly very, I, I, I could talk to you all day about it. So I'll try and keep it to the simpler questions. I think the first oh, thing great. is obviously uh, the reflection of the physical book. I remember you saying at the time there was a, there was a note of panic in your response to some of those things, which uh, if I may say that it was something like, be kind to us. We're, we're working on the book delivery. So I, I could sense already, you know, you got your family involved in it, it was going to well, be uh, yeah. quite a hard job. To it do was a thousand books. Yeah, that's a lot. We stuff, didn't right? expect to have a thousand people participate. <laughs> just just right under a thousand, like it's nine hundred and eighty-two yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But a thousand books. My father-in-law is my shipping manager. I didn't even tell him that I was doing this ahead of time, and then he's got literally a thousand books to send out. That's just yeah. a monument. That's like yeah. reams of paper of shipping yeah. orders printed out. <laughs> yeah, they're heavy things to look around and, and, and it's pack horrible. up as well. So, yeah. yeah, I guess one of the one of the sort of meta learnings from that, I suppose, is kind of preparing for a bigger success in marketing yeah. sense. Because what people always talk right. about growth or good, you've had a good Q4, which normally yeah. means they've sold more stuff. But if you're if you're shipping stuff, that means you've got to sell, you've got to buy the stock, or I guess maybe you get it cheaper from your publisher, mm -hmm. but you still got to buy it. Yeah. You've got to physically move it around the place. And then yes. you've got to do all the customer service, normally mm -hmm. consisting of where's my stuff. So that that's yeah. a, a success for the marketing side is a problem for the fulfillment sides. And I think you, you know, you've yeah, you had an interesting test case there. And I know it's not for e-commerce physical product sellers quite the point, unless they want to do a book at some point, but let me just say this, the trade-off that we made there was launch the book on Amazon and send all of the energy and enthusiasm and traffic and strategies to Amazon or to launch it on ClickFunnels and send all the energy, traffic and enthusiasm to ClickFunnels. The, the trade-off there is on Amazon, you get the long tail benefit of installing your book as a bestseller, number one in your category, a lot of reviews, which obviously helps for long-term organic, you know, sales on Amazon. We gave away all of that by doing it through ClickFunnels. Now, Russell has strategies for how to kind of mitigate that, but, but, but nonetheless, that was our basic trade-off with that book. In, in hindsight, doing it again, I would still do it this way. I would still do it through ClickFunnels rather than do it through Amazon because I've already got books on Amazon. It, you know, a lot of people don't, but I, I mean, this was like my 10th or 11th book. So 
so I wanted to do it through ClickFunnels for the, you know, the opportunity to do a special event, to use the ClickFunnels five, you know, upsell or, you know, selling offers, et cetera, et cetera. And I guess that's in microcosm, that's the, the quandary that we all have. Don't we have Amazon where mm-hmm. it's like one and done, whether you're selling a hundred dollar widget that you have made in China and sell a hundred a day or a book or whatever. Yeah. Versus having your own site where, the, 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 the again, the conceptual thing that I don't want people to miss if they're prejudiced against ClickFunnels for whatever reason or they just it isn't right for them, yeah. is not to miss this idea of the back end, which in information marketing I was taught in 2007, but we forget mm-hmm. yeah. in if you're too Amazon-focused, which is the money's not made in the first sale or in the second or in the third. It's the fourth, fifth, sixth, mm-hmm. where you, you get out from break-even to, you know, really great profits. And mm-hmm. is that, you know, that, that average order value or the average lifetime value, both, both things, I guess. In this case right so yeah I, I think it's important not to lose sight of that and i yeah. can certainly see why you go for click funnels I, i'd be tempted i've not launched a book yet mm-hmm. definitely on the, the the agenda so this all sounds like quite a lot of work i mean how long did it take to actually set the campaign up because it's, yeah. it's one thing to pay for the traffic but it's another thing to get ready to receive traffic yeah click funnels has itself as a just a tool to use a sort of a sliding scale of cost and so you know the pricing of click funnels is one component of it and then the the actual time and effort to build out you know the 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 site is the other piece and so you know the question is you know twofold i'm just looking honestly at the click funnels pricing info just to make sure i get it correct but i think the general level was 99 bucks and then it's 299 for the kind of better, higher priced deal. That could be wrong, but I think that's in general what their structure is like. We're on the higher bracketed structure. So it's not cheap, you know, I mean, as a, as a platform, that's more expensive than, than, you know, a lot of services, but so that's one component of it. And it's a recurring membership model. So, you know, if you sign up for ClickFunnels, you're not going to want to cancel after month two, after you've done your campaign, unless you're just abandoning it, you know, and it was a one-time thing. So that's one cost. Then the other cost is how long it took to set up the site. And here's where I would just say your personal standards of quality are a massive factor in the equation. If I set up a ClickFunnels site and you could, you can go see ours, you can go still see our e-commerce power summit site. Maybe we'll put in the show notes and you can also see the replens challenge site. That's, that's the one we're going to use in September. So depending on when you listen to this, it might have the, you know, the, the five day version (laughs) residing on it, or it might have the, uh, the 30 day version residing on it. But, but if back to my point, if I was setting those up, they would look bad and they would be done fast. Fortunately, Kyle, my business partner is super OCD on such things. And he really spent the time to make them outstanding. And, and I, very, I, we're very, very proud. I'm very proud of those sites and I didn't do the work. He did the work. If I would have done it, it would not have looked good. And so that's a huge factor in answering the question of how long does this take? I would just say in general, it is as complicated at least as setting up an entire Shopify site. So just realize, you know, you're setting up a Shopify site, but you're, you know, equivalent level of work if you've done that, but it's just a different platform with different tools, widgets, you know, buttons, systems. So, so the first time you do it, like with anything, it's going to be a lot of learning curve, a lot of hitting the help guide, a lot of watching the tutorial videos, a lot of probably even doing a chat session with them until you get it figured out. That learning curve, you know, it's, to be honest, is just not, it's not uh, 
pretty sometimes you gotta you gotta you know fight through that pain but kyle's done that and now he's you know and he's also found a resource he has a guy who builds these for us now that basically does the let, let's say 75 percent of the construct of the funnel and then kyle refines and polishes it and uh, that's been hugely helpful his name's asher and he's a nice guy and he's he's uh building these for us and and kyle gives him all the guidelines and and then we're also now cloning our prior funnels which helps tremendously once you've kind of built one you can use it as a template if you will if you do similar things so a lot goes into answering that question you know how long does it take but hopefully it gives some flavor to it yeah. It does. And thanks for being really honest about it. But I think yeah. I'll say the first time you've got to accept, I think is it Tony Robbins, it's never a great sign of you creating Tony Robbins, but he says some good stuff that he says, look, people are underestimate, they overestimate what they can do in a year and they underestimate what they can do in 10 years. Now, now if you take that down to, you know, three months, maybe, you know, you probably is going to take you three times longer than you want to, to build anything in my experience. But then once you've got it built and you've got the skills, not only can you work mm-hmm. much faster, but you're in a position to employ other people because you know what to ask people to do and you know what isn't worth doing. And and then you suddenly move forward a lot faster. So I've had that experience and I think uh, it's good to be honest about that. And so it's quite a big project yeah. by the yeah. sound of it. It is. I wouldn't discount it. And, and, you know, if you're super ninja at building on your Shopify platform or you're really comfortable, maybe you've built on other platforms, you're like, oh, I got this. I, I'm, I'm good at it. And not just in your own mind, you're good at it, but literally the visual quality is at a high level, then I would say, yeah, you know, if you got a specific campaign that you want to launch on ClickFunnels, then, you know, go for it. You'll learn through the first one and then you'll, you know, be better at it. But if you struggle or if you say, hey, I don't know how to fix my Shopify homepage or I can't do, you know, a lot of the parts of that, you will not, I mean, you will not be able to do this on your own. But, you know, they, they give you tons of, oh, it's so easy, drag and drop, tutorial here's here's russell setting up a funnel in 10 minutes go timer he does that every friday funnel friday right he's done hundreds of these or thousands and you have not and so i you know truth in advertising there i think is important true and the other thing i would say and when it comes to picking a you know technology software platform whatever you want to call it one of the things i always think about one of the reasons i stick with wordpress for certain things is simply that the world is absolutely stuffed with people who are very good at wordpress and you've got all your pick of people on upwork or through friends or hiring people and i think something like click funnels would also be very very well supported which is really important because you probably don't want to be if you're going to do this at a serious scale doing all the legwork yourself Mm -hmm. and even though you can clone certain things there's always tweaks and so Kyle being able to find somebody and, and outsource that is probably easier for ClickFunnels than some rather obscure platform yeah. if you picked one. So I, I always think it's worth thinking that one through as well. Again, another reason to use Shopify or you know other very popular platforms as well. Mm-hmm. So would you be willing to share a little bit about the the sort of metrics that you've found, some of the sort of percentages that that turn up? I guess everyone's funnel is going to be unique yeah, in yeah, terms yeah, yeah. of numbers. No, it's fine. It's fine. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta have. Log into ClickFunnels here, if you. But yeah, no, I mean the first question is, how does your front end offer perform? You know, what's the take rate on your on your front end offer? And so that you know, so that's by specific you know funnel or, or campaign. And so so let me just pull something up here and see can I can I do this on the fly here? I'm gonna do my stats. Sure. No, no, <laughs> it's it's totally cool. It's totally fine. So yeah, let me let me just look at my I'm I'm in. <laughs> I'm looking at my details. And so let me uh 
I suppose well, one you, you look that. for that, it strikes me that the take-up rate of your first offer is absolutely critical because if people don't see that, then they're that's not right. going to see the other offers, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that's like yeah. a sort of driving metric behind everything else, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, on our 30-day on our thirty day uh, challenge, our last one, we had average total checkout value of $67.17. So the whole shenanigan, you know, when, when somebody went through it, our average order value $67.17. The the front end offer uh, take rate was 64.25%. Now that would be equivalent on Shopify to your, if you think of your um, click-through rate metrics and your analytics dashboard, there's three buckets. There's uh, added to cart and then begun checkout and completed checkout. That would be equivalent to the completed checkout, which on many people's Shopify site is like 2%. That's average for Shopify. So ClickFunnels, Ours was 64.25%. So so we crushed it on that front-end offer. That's absolutely insane. What did you do to get that kind of response? That's extraordinary. We gave away massive value for $30. Okay. I mean, it it comes down to, does the customer believe what you're offering them is a, a huge value? And do they see huge benefit in it? And, you know, information marketing is way different than, you know, than physical product. But nonetheless, so, I mean, that's sort of how to think about this. And then, you know, it goes down, it cascades down from there. And, uh, but that's, in essence, that's sort of how, how it works. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it does go to show the power that we have, if you're willing to kind of pay the price, mm-hmm. I guess, literally, you know, in, in terms mm-hmm. of your time, 30 days is a very heavy price. I can see why you've gone yeah. five day challenge for the next one. Right. But, yeah. you know, still, that's an extraordinary conversion rate for any kind of offer. And where did you get your without going into the weeds obviously but what was your main sort of traffic source was it paid advertising and if so what kinds of platforms okay great it's a great question on our first campaign that we did early in the year our main um, source was affiliates because we we basically to summit we had like i don't know what was it 22 speakers you were a speaker for it and every one of those speakers we offered them to be an affiliate if they wanted to be they didn't have to be and you know a good number of them said yes to that and so that was part of our math in that front in that first campaign of the year for us was we had a lot of affiliate payouts too and so so that was the main source of traffic now in our most recent one it was mostly our email list and not so much affiliates now in this one that we're about to do for Q3 our hope is that it's mostly paid traffic from Facebook. So we're learning as we go and we're kind of trying different things. And so, yeah, that's that's kind of how we've looked at it. Interesting. I mean, that might explain partly, I just think he's 64% is an astronomically high conversion rate for anything where you're actually asking for anything, actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> even an email, just never mind $30. Yeah. And yeah. I guess if that came from a very pre-warmed list where I know you're very diligent mm-hmm. at sending out, you know, weekly packs full of, of goodness mm-hmm. newsletters to your email list. I'm sure you have mm-hmm. a great warm relationship because you and Kyle are very good on podcasts now mm-hmm. nowadays and, and video marketing and the Facebook groups. So mm-hmm. I guess you it's it's probably a testament to how well you've nurtured that relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I'm imagining. Would you say that's true? Uh, it sounds like a very high one to expect from cold traffic, I'd imagine. Well, we had some special elements there for that 30-day challenge. It was the 30-day replens challenge. Danny Stock was our key instructor, but and we had other speakers as well, Kate uh, Chaddock and a few others that really did a phenomenal job with that effort. And and that was a very you know, the uniqueness of that situation was, you know, directly related to the success. You know, Danny is known as the guru of this strategy called replen selling, and he, people hadn't heard from him for a while. He hadn't done anything that was like this in a good amount of time. 
and it was sort of him coming out of you know <laughs> out of out of the wilderness a little bit in a way i guess to the people who were on on the list and and they wanted to hear from him and they wanted to participate in it and learn from him and so you know it was a unique offer but i i would say just at a macro level we had good product market fit you know which is the key thing for success in terms of you know front end offer conversion for yeah, any seller right. any any right. type of product yeah Totally, yeah. So, I, yes, it's that um, product market fit, the, the whole Dan Kennedy message market mm-hmm. fit, which is slightly different mm-hmm. but related. And also, it seems to me, a, yeah, a combination of a perfect storm. So, uh, a really well-known person in the space, some unique content from them, really, really mm-hmm. good fit. Obviously, you've done a great job of nurturing your list. And then I have to say that your landing page did look beautiful and was was beautifully presented. So, Kyle's work there, I'm sure, did have a big impact because it, yeah. it did have a visual impact. It felt very you know, attractive, authoritative. Put together. Yeah, yeah it, exactly. The, the, Which makes the difference. Mm-hmm. It does. The quality of the page speaks to credibility and yeah. are you professional? And yeah. and Kyle makes those pages look super legit. Yeah. So, and that, that obviously helps. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, so you did all the right things there, really. So just the, the final question is really from me about you. You're obviously using it for information products. We mentioned mm-hmm. that with physical products, if you've got a big suite of them, mm-hmm. the Shopify is more appropriate or whatever, WooCommerce, BigCommerce, et cetera, things that are geared to that. So uh, it, how possible is it for using for physical products? And, and what about membership programs? What's the sort of broader picture of the use case of it? I think it can be used, you know, for uh, physical products. I would say, let's say, let's just say, for example, your physical product seller, you've got it, you know, a dozen things that are your private label branded items that you sell successfully on Amazon and Shopify. Let's use that as the as the framework. Um, if you were going to come out with a special limited edition run of some specific product, maybe it's a, a version of one of your current products. It's you know, I don't know, some special version I, or, or maybe it's a special unique product that you only are ever going to have in limited supply, but you know, your customers will really love it. Maybe it's, you know, something that you know, your customers have always wanted, but you don't want to make it or you're concerned about supply, you know, supply chain problems, and you just want to try it once, then, then ClickFunnels could be a good use case. But you, you know, you want to think through what else in that collection of five offers you would put in there, you know, so you don't want to do it if you've just got one thing to offer them without a bump, without a OTO, without a downsell, and without a concluding offer. So, you know, that's that's kind of how you want to think about it. You could also, if you wanted, it, let's say in, in this context, let's say you've got a good collection, you know, physical products you sell on Amazon, and you've got one that you think, a, a new thing that you've never sold before that you think could do really well, and you want to try it on, you know, an off Amazon context. And you know that it's just going to be a one-off thing. You're not, it's you know not it's not going to be a line of products. It's not going to be a collection or anything like that. Then you know a ClickFunnels you know evergreen landing page could be could be fantastic. And and so you know those those are the specific use cases. Now in terms of membership, you absolutely can do membership programming through ClickFunnels. In the most obvious use cases, software as a service. One of the components of our funnel that we did for the 30-day replens challenge was to get our suite of software tools. We have four software tools for Amazon sellers. And we made that offer in that. And that's an on, you know ongoing recurring offer and monthly recurring membership in essence for the software. And we made that offer in that funnel. So, you know, there's, there's value there. And so when you do membership through that, one of the things you want to ask yourself is what's my campaign window for m- tracking my success? Let, let's just say you run your campaign for two weeks 
hard. Like this is my, you know, this is my launch campaign date and range. And this is what I'm focused on. But if you get a thousand people who give you whatever amount a month, you know, $29 or whatever it is, all of that money, residual income permanently baked in is, is your monthly recurring revenue. You know, do you attribute it to that front campaign or not? I mean, you have to say at a point, this made us this much money, but it also benefited our business by, you know, this ongoing revenue stream. So that's kind of a more complicated math question for running membership programs through ClickFunnels, but certainly can work that way. It feels to me a bit like it's it's uh, in a lot of contexts a kind of rocket booster. You strap it onto your basic space yeah. vehicle. Well, I mm-hmm. always use space shuttle, but that's very outdated now. It shows how old I am. <laughs> but whatever it is, you the know, Falcon SpaceX, heavy you or whatever. Rocket boosters. You strap it on, yeah. and then you go crazy. And unlike SpaceX's rocket boosters these days, it's reusable in the sense that you could clone it or mm-hmm. whatever. But it's kind of a one and done to a degree. But then once you got things into orbit, there's a lot of residual value that comes mm-hmm. from it, which for me is what excites me. If I could see that that would be much more interesting to me um it would broaden the types of business use cases i guess that rather than the traditional information product launch which which i understand can be pretty wasteful in the sense that you get an awful lot of money coming in one go and then you spend an awful lot of money on affiliates whereas this sounds like Mm -hmm. it's been very very successful financially out of the gate and you're refining that so talking of refining very interesting that you're experimenting each time so you got your third use of click funnels in a big way coming up with your is it the five day replens challenge Mm -hmm. that's right so tell me about what choices you've made there and what, Mm -hmm. what you're trying to achieve Yep. Well, obviously we limited the duration radically. So it's just five days rather than 30. So we think that's a step in the right direction. Will that be true or not? I guess we'll find out. The front end offer is the challenge, but the core item that you receive is the second edition of Danny's book, Become an Amazon Selling Legend Using Retail Arbitrage as the title. And it's a revised and expanded second edition. And you get the five day challenge and the digital copy of his book for five bucks. So it's $5 on the front end. So, you know, our first one, the the virtual summit was $17 front end. The second one we did was 30 days for $30. And then this one will be five days for $5 plus you get his book. So that feels like a really good offer to us. Now we've chosen, we chose to launch it on September 6th, which in the US is Labor Day. It's a, hol- a federal holiday. Now, that's a dicey one because everyone could be barbecuing in their backyard, not on their computers. And like, I'm not participating in any challenge, but it's from that Monday through, you know, that for that week, basically. Is that a good idea or a bad idea? I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. But it kind of felt like, you know, the, the subtitle for the whole campaign is use your shopping skills to pay the bills. And it is, again, top of funnel, appealing to new people who don't know us. And the idea is, we want to talk to them about using retail arbitrage, in particular, the replens strategy that Danny's pioneered and perfected to make money online. It's a top of funnel offer. And I know, Michael, you and I have had conversations about what, like, you know, you literally said, Jason, what are you doing? <laughs> that is like a, a newbie offer, a front, a top of funnel offer. And it is. And we want to go there deliberately. We've worked with amazing seven figure sellers who we work one-on-one with that have um, very powerful brands and successful e-commerce operations already. We own that's, that's who we work with, but we're actually in the process of building up to the top of the funnel. And this is part of that. So yeah, some of what's going into it. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you guys, <laughs> you manage that the, the phrase serial entrepreneur often means somebody who's tried a lot of stuff. And that certainly applies to me. What I really like about what you and Kyle have done, even since the time that, you know, I've known each other for what, over three now, three years now, but you've yeah. been consistently adding types of business and, and business models and income streams whilst maintaining the existing ones and in fact growing them, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So this is another example in that direction, I guess, isn't mm-hmm. it? That you're yeah. now broadening potentially massively that the sort of people you can reach. And I think I would just urge everyone to remember why they got into the water in the first place. A lot of people get very kind of tribal about I'm an Amazon seller. I'm in this, whatever, mm-hmm. an mm-hmm. e-commerce seller. I'm not a guru. I'm an information guy. I don't touch physical products. Mm-hmm. I just think that's that you're a great example of somebody who smashed all those barriers and, and is making money and serving people. And I guess <laughs> the essence is a business, right? I, I really admire what you guys have done. It's, it's very creative. And I like the sort of, intellectual slash business creativity we're going to try labor day is that good no idea we're trying no <laughs> idea but i like your courage that you're willing to try it I mean, Eek. but you've made a yeah. decision and i think that in marketing generally that what i see it goes wrong is when you they say if you're, you're everything to everybody you're nothing to nobody and right. you've made a decision you've got a theme yeah. you've got a clear type of person you're appealing to and then the rest will come out in the stats i guess you know we it's yeah cool. we love working with e-commerce sellers hmm. and we love working with the veterans and there's pros and cons there. We love offering services to our current coaching clients. That's, you know, we do that. We love the software tools that we purchased. You know, we acquired software last year and and we've really enjoyed working with people who are new to it as well. And so e-commerce, ser- serving e-commerce sellers is our theme and we're going to continue to expand, you know, elements of that as we go. And yeah, this is just one one aspect of that. So I think that's that's the thing to think about is, you know, how do you obsess over serving your ideal customer? well. And hopefully this podcast does that. Hopefully our books do that. Our Udemy courses, our software as a service tools, our one-on-one coaching. <laughs> and something in every single area. It's incredible. So yeah, this is this, all I guess. So this ClickFunnels thing is a very narrow sort of example of, of a very broad, uh, you know, successful approach to mm-hmm. serving people in a segment and gradually expanding into the segment from a very niche start. So mm-hmm. yeah, yes, I guess my, the final of this question, I'd just like to ask if you can just summarize the basics about ClickFunnels for e-commerce for the listeners. Yep. ClickFunnels is a fantastic tool for running e-commerce campaigns broadly, but for both physical, digital, information marketing, membership programming, software as a service, it is really a Swiss army knife tool. The most appropriate use case depends on what you're already doing and what you want to do in the future. But I would encourage everybody to check it out. In my newsletter that I sent out this morning, I used my affiliate link for ClickFunnels, which I've never used. I've never made, I don't think I've ever made any money. I don't think I've ever promoted them before, but I thought, eh, why not? You know, so if you read my newsletter this morning, you'll you'll have seen my disclaimer that here's a link for ClickFunnels with the with affiliate link. And I think that people should check it out. Russell offers his books, dot-com secrets, uh, traffic secrets, and whatever is expert secrets. Those books he offers through ClickFunnels landing pages that you can go check out, but also check out what he's doing yeah. on those pages as you go through that experience to learn how ClickFunnels works. So yeah, exactly. And I would say that the, the most important thing isn't to fall in love with a particular platform or wonderful as ClickFunnels uh, may be or anything else. It's mm-hmm. to understand the structure behind it, the psychological mm-hmm. structures, the marketing structures and, and the tactics. And, and yeah, exactly. I think I think that's the key. And everything you said today, I just want to emphasize again, in case people are going, oh, I don't want to do ClickFunnels. Well, you can set this stuff up on pretty much any platform. You just have to accept it's not as geared to that kind of mm-hmm. setup as ClickFunnels. It's not built for it, right? Yeah. That's, 
the main thing that strikes me well there's been a great conversation man as, as ever I, I feel like i've learned a ton i hope that everyone listening has as well and i just want to say don't forget to subscribe to the e-commerce leader you can join um the other people who are coming our, our numbers are going in the right direction which is great to see mm-hmm. and i think yeah. we're actually now ranking for e-commerce without that dash sometimes number <laughs> one on spotify so it's great to see we're getting up there i do Indeed. know some of the people who listen because they mention stuff they've heard on the podcast so that's a clue that actually listen and not just being nice and some seven figure amazon sellers or, or people who've, who've sold amazon businesses for seven figures are definitely listening i got a, a pm earlier today saying oh you mentioned such and such on a podcast with jason i'm like mm-hmm. oh yes i know what you mean so come and join the guys i mean it's being listened to by by the right people so come and join us that was the e-commerce leader podcast with michael vesey in london england and jason miles in seattle washington if you liked this content don't forget to subscribe to the show on your podcast app for free resources including pdfs and videos on topics like traffic products and sales channels just go to www.theecommerceleader.com No hyphens, just as it sounds. Thanks so much for listening.